Hello, this is Jeff from the future. This episode was recorded in 2020 as part of an original attempt at a music review podcast. The original idea was to discuss new music as it was being released, but 2020 being what it was, brought quite a few album postponements and other complications. So this series continued through 2020 and into 2021. We are now here in 2022 at the time I am recording this. So what you are about to listen to is not the Sound Judgment podcast, but an early iteration. Also, being that it was recorded more than two years ago now, some of our thoughts and opinions may have changed, considering that we are, in fact, people who are continuously trying to learn and better ourselves. Enjoy the show. Have you ever have you ever closed the word pad file and you put your computer to sleep? You start getting ready for bed because it's already too late to be awake on a work night and up all night sleep all day by slaughters becoming your anthem. And you're like ready to go to bed, but then you realize you need to boot your computer back up and reopen the word pad file because you can't miss the opportunity to call something the dad rock talk block. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Jeff, and this is the New Music Challenge Podcast. Every week, we're going to challenge each other to listen to some new albums from this year. But not just any new releases. We're trying to take each other out of our comfort zones as much as we can. So whether you want to hear a metalhead discuss the newest pop release, or a pretentious wannabe blues musician review the hardest new metal album, this is the show for you. Are you, are you for real? Okay, yeah. I'm just going to throw this out there. You have a cell phone, and you could have just left a reminder to yourself to do that the next day. Well, it, I hadn't, like, left left the basement yet. Like, I, I, I hadn't gone upstairs and gotten in bed. It was just, like, as I was walking away from the computer, I was like, ooh, wait, I should call it the Dad Rock Talk Block. Okay. I mean, your priorities are a little different than mine, I suppose. I mean, at least that was before I broke my foot. I was assuming you... Have you even been in your basement, like, until now since then oh yeah yeah but like what i oh, okay. what i've been doing is like because you know sometimes i'll like go down to my basement and then i'll be like yeah, i'm gonna go back up in my room for a little bit um no it's one trip now so once i decide i'm going to the basement uh i'm down here for the rest of the you're night committed for a while until i'm ready to go to sleep i'm very sorry hey you know what there's definitely worse things that could have happened the world's full of fun things going on um you know what? You know what? We're not going to get into that right now. There's like, there's, I think like a nationwide carnival. <laughs> is that what it is? I think, I think a lot of people are, um, making potpourri together. Um, I think there's, there's like some pot making classes going on. You know what I mean? It's a lot of fun out there. Can I just okay? So you just you used a word that I have not heard uh, since my grandmother passed away. Popery. Even then, it's not it's not a word I've thought about much before that. Even I'm not even sure what popery is. What what is it? Because I'm I'm getting weird flashbacks from like hearing my dad complain about it as a little kid. So. I'm assuming it's something. It's like a perfume or something. It's something that has a scent to it because I know no, my dad's yeah, allergic it's, to whatever. It's it is. it's. Did you ever see like a bowl of like just dry like petals and leaves and it's like scented? Yeah, that's potpourri. I but, was unaware that that's but what that is. It's also like it also has like the, the the connotation of just like like something just like assorted bullshit, you know? 
Like a potpourri of I whatever. Gotcha. Oh. Okay. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Apparently it's also synthetic <laughs> marijuana. So. Oh. <laughs> Alright. I'm trying to verify my second... My se- okay, yeah, a miscellaneous collection slash medley. I wanted to make sure I wasn't bullshitting you on that second one because I've heard it used that way, but I've also heard like a lot of dumb people use a lot of big words the wrong way. I'm not here to give out misinformation. I'm here to give out information on the album Rearrange Us by Mount Joy. Beautiful transition, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was good. That was good. I appreciate um, that. Yeah. Okay. So, really, the that's step one. Uh, band called Mount Joy. Album's called Rearrange Us. Um, Chris, would you like to start us off with any thoughts, opening thoughts of some sort you have here? Because I'm assuming going in, you had no clue who this was. Would that be accurate? I had I had no idea who this was. Um, I had never heard of them. And I, I I looked at your recommendation and I said, well, last week was full of depressing, depressing music. Um, I'm really glad that we have a band called Mount Joy to lighten up the mood this week. Oh, no. <laughs> How sad can they be if they're called Mount Joy? <laughs> um, so, for the record, this is another album that I sent to you before listening to it. This is an album that I've been... I knew they were coming out with an album. I was waiting for it. So I was unaware this was a sad album when I sent it to you. Uh, so I apologize. <laughs> I mean, it's not nearly sad enough to mope the whole way through, but it sure has its moments. It definitely does. It definitely does. Um... In fact, like, so I, I put it on, and this was definitely an album that I, like, I sat here at my computer, I put my headphones I, I on, I put it on, I opened up Notepad, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna kind of stream of consciousness right about this album a little bit as I go, and the f- first thing I wrote was, well, the album opens up with the line, on the day you left, I could tell by your text that you were gonna ruin my life, and I guess this is a breakup album. Uh, yeah, I, I um, I sure picked that up pretty quickly. I was I, I apologize in advance. Um, this is not no no no. You know I, I love a sad guy with a guitar. <clears throat> I know, but I I really was not intending on piling on another sad album because because of last week. I, I wanted to mix it up a little bit. Um, so in all fairness, Mount Joy hasn't exactly been around a whole lot. I, I don't know if you saw, but they you know, pretty much have one other album before this. I was going to say, this is album and, two. Yeah. And the first album is very, like, Meat Puppets-esque, but, like, a little more mellow. Like, a little less acid, but definitely that, like, kind of drugged out, lyrically indie thing going on. It's it's a super fun album. Um, I mean, the song that got me into them is called Astrovan, which literally is... A song centered around the line, and Jesus drives an Astro van. Like, oh. how can you not love this? So this is oh, not for, what I so thought for, I was getting into. For more into religion, 
in music. Listen to the first Hardjoy album. It's hardly a religious take. You'll have to listen to the song in the okay. album if you want, but it's All a right. great song. Um, so yeah, so this is, I think, almost entirely a breakup album. He kind of makes breakup references in almost every song. It, I was, I'm, I was, I, I would say most of them. I would say most of them. Uh, there were, I mean, when I first listened to it, I was like, oh god, this whole thing's a breakup album. And then the second time, I was like, okay, maybe like three-fourths of it. <laughs> I get the feeling it probably all is a breakup album, but not all of it is as... As, as blatant. Like, in your face. A lot yeah. of it, not all of it is just like, oh my god, this girl left me. Some of it is like, oh, there's some lines in here that I guess are maybe, like leading into it but not as not yeah as um is there anything in particular you wanted to do you have any in particular notes do you want me to start somewhere uh y- you're welcome to start somewhere okay um i don't have things to say about every song but i do have like song by song notes here like bug eyes aside from that opening line i already quoted it doesn't really do anything to me it's a little too mellow and a little too mopey um not like Pine Grove levels of self pity, but it's it's getting there. Um, so then the song "Rearrange Us" comes on, and it was not the first. It, no, it was the first, but not the last time I'm listening to this album. Going, this is a John Mayer song. Like this is a John Mayer song with weird vocals. Like I don't uh, this. Did, I don't know if you happen to get that vibe or not. I don't listen there's to a few a songs on here. Ton. But, like, you know some John Mayer hits that, like, it's it's unavoidable. Yeah. It's got, like, that kind of, like, funk disco influence. Yes. Yes. There's a little bit of... There's a... It, almost dancey indie thing going on. Um, so there's a couple really good songs. Like, the song My Vibe. Oh. Oh, this song is my vibe. I love this song. I do vibe to this song. That guitar riff, man. It's so, like, meandering. But the whole song just kind of has a great groove to it. And it's also one of the ones that I questioned. I don't think this is a breakup song anymore. Um, I mean, it probably still is, like, relevant if you really get into the lyrics and look at them all specifically. But this wasn't, like, a self-pity song. I mean, yeah. I I mean, I could see... I miss your golden afternoon. The sun will always shine for you. I could see that yeah. one, but like the 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 chorus isn't making you cry on this one. No, and it doesn't. It's like I said, it's not full of self pity. Um, Let loose, however, which is another song that I swear to God, if you change the lyrics a little bit, but like it, that, it sounds like a John Mayer song to me. So again, this is like not at all what I really expected from Mountain Joy, but. Again, he has that whole, like, sensitive singer-songwriter lyric thing going on. It's just he doesn't have the same voice as John Mayer. It sounds like a John Mayer song. Well, thank God for that, I guess. Although, not the not the greatest vocalist in the world. Uh, no, it's definitely indie rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it de- it's definitely that indie folk style that, like, 
you know, yeah, anyone can do this, which I think is charming. I really like this music in a way because it's sort of like, oh, I could do this and this is fun and I, I like the idea of doing this is kind of why I like music like this. Um, but the song Let Loose has another small set of lyrics that I wanted to point out. And it's another one of those cases where it's so ambiguous, I feel like anyone could listen to it. I feel like anyone could listen to this these few lines and, and relate to it in some way because they're so generic but somehow so good. I really like this. Wonder if I'm ever going to come back for you. Stuck in a groove like I don't know what to do. Wonder if I'll ever lose when you're the only one that knows what I'm going through. Just a reminder, this is a breakup album. Like, in case we haven't drilled that enough. <laughs> um... How did you feel about the sad Christmas song, though? Maybe it's all worth it just to see if we can have money. And I look at you across the room. Your eyes like sinking balloons. Merry Christmas, babe. I hope we make it through. I want to throw out there that I, I did really, um, I did really appreciate the line "The fading loves the darkest kind." There's something about like getting a sad Christmas song from you that just absolutely doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> and again, I didn't know it was coming. I did not know this album when I sent it to you. I didn't listen to it at all. <laughs> my my initial note was this is the strangest version of "Merry Christmas." I don't want to fight tonight. I've ever heard. I mean. So I have that song on, I have a Sad Christmas Songs playlist on Spotify, uh, should not be a surprise. Um, so obviously this song called Every Holiday is now on there. I think it's actually right after the, not the Ramones original Merry Christmas I Don't Want to Fight Tonight, but the Joey Ramone like, re-recording of it years later. Do you know that? It's No, yeah, I actually don't. Oh, it's, uh, it's a thing you need to listen to. Okay. Is it better? It's different. It's very mellow. So I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's better. I probably don't listen to it as often because it's just not what I want when I hear Joey Ramone's voice. But it definitely fits the atmosphere of a sad Christmas song playlist. Um, for the record, Christmas in July is coming up, and you you know damn well where we're going to be talking about it. Um, okay. I got, <laughs> so I'm, I'm not sorry. I got some sad Christmas songs that can add to your list. That's all we need. That's all we're going to do. We're, yeah. we're going to have to talk about sad Christmas songs. But we're right now only talking about Every Holiday by Mount Joy. Yeah. Um, this song, this song, if you're going to like pick a tearjerker for me, it's it's this one. Okay. Um, yeah, there's... Man, I can't imagine what could be worse for you than Christmas being sad. But I love sad Christmas songs a lot. But this song, again, I, I have quite a few lyrics here, and I because I think lyrically Mount Joy, that is one of the things I really like about them. This one has another section that I love. But maybe it's all worth it if just to... Wow, let me try that again. But maybe it's all worth it just to see if we can outrun it. And I look at you across the room, your eyes like sinking balloons. Merry Christmas, babe. I hope we make it through. That last line, I, I ha I'm such a sucker for pure, honest, and desperate-sounding lyrics. 
Yeah. So the line, I hope we make it through, is just like, yep, gotta get my tissues. I'm ready. Here they come. <laughs> Here come the but feels. But then they're also... Yeah, well, well, the feels start once this song begins, once this album begins. Yeah. But then there's also the line, I love this line, just I think it's creative and fun. Go up on ladders, stringing lights, the gutter never shines so bright. Which, there's just something kind of funny to me about that, because it, it made me realize, like, oh, we... Yeah, that is a thing we do, don't we? Like, we literally, uh... We decorate our, um... Like, gutters on our houses. What a yeah. dumb concept. <laughs> but I really like it. God, I... There there are some really I, good lyrics on this album. There there are. I imagine you were probably not as enthused with this album overall as I was, but it, I really well, love Well, no. You, you love it. Um, I really liked it, um, and a lot of the lyric notes that I did have, you're hitting anyway, so that's fine. Um, I kind of... I kind of figured... This is really one of the ones where I can just kind of let you go up on your on your pedestal and go, and I'll just like mostly That's agree fine. with you, uh, because That's it fun. was a it was a very good album. Uh, the one thing I can say that I really like when an album does, and I think this is something that you disagree with, but fuck you, um, is when like a a series of tracks all kind of meld into one, and they do that on the last three tracks of this album. Us become and strangers. Yes. And I also like that that makes a really improper <coughs> sentence. <laughs> I hate when you point stuff like that out. God damn. Um, no, I think something like that's really cool. I I think you're kind of mixing this with my complete indifference to track order for the most part. Uh-huh. Um, which I'll get to that on this album. There is... Actually, I'll just say it right now. Uh, the, is it the last track? Oh, the last track, the song Strangers, um, has the lines, and he just sort of repeats it over and over again. Because I am over you, I am over you, and I am over you, I am over you, I am over you. Like, just over and over and yeah. over again. And it's kind of the redemption song at the very end of this breakup album, which I thought was a really nice, like... This made sense putting the song Strangers last. And I think yeah. actually Us Become Strangers at the end is a really great ending to the album. Yeah. Now, in all fairness, tracks like 3 through 7, I couldn't care less what order they were in. But maybe that's just me. I mean, uh, it, for, for me, it just it, it's a flow thing, and I think we'll talk about it sometime. But I, yeah, I, I, mean, just, I just have like I just have a specific way I think like albums should flow. Like you don't want to put like a ballad and then like a fast song and then another ballad. You don't want to hit a second ballad too soon or that kind of thing. I I guess I could agree with that. I mean I it's, I don't know. It's, I, I'm, it's I'm not necessarily that every track has a specific place it needs to be. It's that there are things that I think like I, I feel like you want to either hit hard or emotional in the beginning. You want to like leave on a certain note, and there are certain notes that you don't want to have too close to each other. I guess I can get that. I guess I can get that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you listen to something here, and I totally forgot to write down the time, so I'm gonna have to find this. I'm sorry. In the song "Come with Me," just after the line, just got to get out of this apartment there's like people talking in the background did you did you mm -hmm. notice this at all um i think so but i didn't really hone in on it 
Okay. It was bothering me endlessly. So I'm just... I literally wrote down, like, I wonder if this is a me thing or if Chris was annoyed by this too. Apparently this was just a me thing. Uh, it drives me nuts. Like, it's like in the course of the song, there's just like... It sounds just like chatter happening in the background. Maybe I'm just deaf and I can't figure out what it is. It is completely, like... I can't like understand a single word. I just hear like murmuring or something in the background, and I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why. Okay, yeah, it's just real buried. Yeah, but like it's I, super buried. Yeah, no, I hear okay, what you're, so I hear what you're not, talking about, but it's super. Yeah, like that. That drives me nuts. I I cannot stand whatever is happening in that song. Oh, I'm sorry. I had a weird note that um, the song Become okay. unfortunately immediately brought to mind Waiting by Green Day. Um, um, I- in the, like, this is completely coincidental and I'm aware of that way, but, like, it just, like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this sounds like a Green Day song. Which one is that? I've been waiting a long time for this. Moment to come, I'm destined for anything at all. Down, down. Your strange isn't awake yet. I hope it's just sleeping. I was over the moon. You said I was possible. Oh no! Oh God, you're right. Da 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 da. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're. See, I did not make that connection. Thank God, because normally connections like that bother me too much. But um, you're not wrong. You're, you're welcome. not wrong. You're welcome. You know what I thought about? You know what I thought about the song? Uh, the song Death. <laughs> Remember the song Death? I do. It's one of the happier ones. Yeah, it's one of the happier ones. Ooh la 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 ooh la. <laughs> I know you, you I, like was, I know I know oh why you God. like death. I know why you like what what? What? Why is this the thing that happened? This is one of the songs that I'm not really sure what's going on. Uh it is the happiest song. He has some really great sing along ooh la la's and it's it's totally great, man. It's great. Jeff, I think it's just about me. I, I I don't know, man. It might be. I got um, this beautiful skeleton to put in my house in Animal Crossing, and I got a skull on the door. Oh, okay, okay. You needed to start that sentence with "in Animal Crossing." I got because suddenly <laughs> I was thinking you just bought like a human skeleton or something, and I was worried. You, if I were a science teacher, I could. Spe- you need to specify the context <laughs> before a sentence like that, please. Would you be mad if I just got a skull to hang on, hang on a, on a... Uh... I wouldn't be mad. I'd be bothered. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Um, Jesus. Anyway, otherwise, I don't have a whole lot of actual notes outside of this. It's, like I said, it's kind of a super goofy indie album, but it's a lot, like, more depressing than I thought it was going to be. Uh, my guess, 
based on the songs we discussed overall, and then there's a line in the song Acrobats, uh, We Live Like Christmas on Credit Cards, It's Always Christmas Where You Are. All I can imagine is that, I forget the, the, the main guy's name here, um, I get the feeling he was dumped around Christmas, just throwing it out there. It that is my assumption well for what... That is my assumption for the basis of this album, because it is just a sad album about breakups, and there's a sad Christmas song, and then another song referencing Christmas. I have to give a nod um, to the alliteration on Amicable Acrobats High Above the Aftermath. Ooh, that is a good one. Yeah. Good call! That is a good one. That's some really good alliteration. It is. I like it. Okay, well... Um, I mean, so like I said, I've already said this a couple of times, so I'm going to say it again. I apologize, this is not actually quite what I expected from Mount Joy, uh, but what did you think of Mount Joy? I'm going to give it seven blue Christmases. Good, I'm going to give it eight ooh-la-las out of death. I mean, all first, I, I really enjoy this album. There's a few songs I do keep going back to. Um, I don't think this is the best songs they've ever written, but it's definitely... I mean, again, not that they've been around for a whole lot, but it's I was definitely say the, like a, a solid I was going to say, the one thing that you can't take away from them is that right now this is their second best album. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, it is. Pretty much. I, I, I cannot confirm or deny that I haven't listened to the first one. This one might be my favorite, but at least in your opinion, it, it this is be. their second best. This is their second best. All right. I mean, you know I, I approve it. You know who else I think put out their second best album? Is a band that couldn't be any more fucking opposite. What is it, Chris? Go ahead. Go ahead and go ahead and tell the class. It's it's Ailstorm. Curse of the Crystal Coconut. Go ahead and tell the class what you told me when you sent this to me. What did I tell you? I'm pretty what, what sure you just you? said, fuck you, Jeff. Wait, what? Oh, oh fuck I'm you. I'm pretty sure you just said, fuck you, Jeff. Or <laughs> something along those lines, at least. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I made you a deal to get out of this album if you didn't want it. I thought I was polite. Yeah, but you know, uh, you did. What was the deal? Or do we? Or is it something that like might come up later? Uh, I mean, we might listen to it later, but the deal was, like, if you really can't handle this album, you can listen to Gravedigger instead. Ah, uh, okay, that's right. No, I I was going to listen to this album, uh, Curse the Crystal Coconut by... First off, can I, can I just say that I'm really hoping that Curse of the Crystal Coconut is a reference to Donkey Kong... It is, Donkey Landlubber! Kong, like, TV show, is it? Uh, yes! Good, good, good. good. They, they did a cover song of... Of one of the songs from the the TV show, Pirate Scorn, is a Donkey Kong Country TV show cover. I actually did not know that. That's actually pretty funny. Um, I didn't really watch the show. I'm just aware that that's the Crystal Coconut. I didn't either, um, but it was okay. in the credits to the album. So I looked up the song, and it was awful, and the animation was terrible. Yeah, the show was not good, but I'm a big For fan the record, of like, the Donkey part Kong of the, Country um, series. Part of the deal in Jeff recording this is that I have to do the review in pirate voice. So, uh, so because to to specify, in case someone listening to this doesn't know, Ailstorm is a pirate metal band. 
they have been writing songs about being pirates for this is what their sixth album or something. They've been doing it for this. Been, they've been doing this for a hot minute. They've been uh, writing songs about being pirates and getting drunk and being pirates and and getting drunk. And six, and yes, being pirates. Six. And they write songs about being pirates and they write songs about drinking and being pirates and they write songs about being. Can we talk about gimmicks again? We just did this, but we're going to talk about gimmicks again. Um, yeah, I mean, we've already talked because, about being. Wait, I'm sorry. We already talked about being sad again. We might as well talk about gimmicks again. You you don't have to do that the whole time. Honestly, you really don't. Yes, scurvy landlubber, dog. Honestly, I'm, thing. I'm questioning Walk the how plank. Well the, I have no idea how your mic is going to pick that up. So I'm I'm hoping that's actually intelligible. Um, uh, it fine. says it's oh. it's not quite peaking the mic. Everything's fine. Okay. Um, Ailstorm are a gimmick band. That this is what they do. They write metal songs about being pirates and they have done nothing else that is their gimmick can I I'm gonna quote I found this quote by Christopher is it Bowes is that how he says his last name do you know I believe it's Bowes is it Bowes okay well Christopher Bowes who's like the the guy behind Ailstone the genius I think on the this captain album, of the ship pretty I hate you I think on this album it comes across pretty clearly in a lot of lyrics that we don't care what people think. We know there's loads of people out there who love what we're doing, so if you hate it, we really do not care because we do what we want to do and it's working for us. I one hundred sweet I get to I, I, I get to delete that quote from my review. Excellent. Keep going. Okay. I one hundred percent respect this mentality. Quite frankly, if I could make a living doing like a goofy shtick, I would. Except, I think, like I said about Puddles last time, um, I couldn't because I'd get bored. I would get so tired of doing the same thing for way too long. But, I'm, I'm not going to criticize these guys who found a thing that works for them, and if they can make a living doing it and they're having fun, that's awesome. And I'm glad there are people out there who like this. I fucking hate this. So, album of the year? Ailstorm was funny to me when I heard one or two songs. And that is the absolute extent that this is funny to me. This is so... It's not even, like, no one in this band is so beyond talented to break past the shtick. It is just super generic-sounding, quote-unquote, pirate-sounding melodies, like Irish jig-sounding influence melodies over the same guitar riff kind of things with the shitty, uh, like, raunchy lyrics, and they've been doing it for way too long. And first off, I, I, I'm not, I don't get the pirate thing anyway. So, like, they're already losing me because that's kind of like a, that's a topic, that's a gimmick that I already think is incredibly lame. You want to know what makes it even lamer is that they have a song called Pirates, no, called Zombies Ate My Pirate Ship. Because you want to know another, like, trope that I really can't stand is zombies. But the song is so fun. How can you be mad no, at this? There's, there's nothing fun. It is it is so frustrating oh, and stupid. No, I love when they bring in the female vocalist and the hurdy-gurdy. 
Oh, I'll get to that in a second. Don't worry. Um, can I can I quote this song? Far across, far across the sea, zombies wait for me, craving brains and treasure. It's the destiny. Go ahead. Till my dying day, hear these words I say. Zombies ate my pirate ship. I will make them pay. Yeah, this is really, this is really good stuff here, Chris. This is truly blowing my mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you come into Ailstorm looking for lyrical genius because you're supposed to just have a fucking fun time? Okay, how can I have fun? How can I have fun hearing the same shitty puns in quotes in almost every song? Are they capable of writing a song without mentioning, like, drinking ale? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously, I realize they have. That's not a literal, that's not a literal critique. I, dude, I don't know. And, Can Kiss write a song without talking about rocking tonight? I mean, no, they they kind of can't. Um, but I, man, again, I am glad there are people out there who have fun with this. I am glad that Christopher Bowles and company have fun and enjoy what they're doing and they're making a living with this. I can't even say that seeing them live would change my opinion because as you know I have seen them live well to be fair your live experience was kind of ruined by that one guy who ruined your watch that guy who broke my watch okay we're 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 I am not in the mosh pit I was outside the mosh pit and this douchebag grabs my arm and would not let go until my watch broke off of my arm I was already not having a good time at the Ailstorm show, and then this drunk piece of shit shows up in his red bandana looking like a pirate. <laughs> like, this is literally just the perfect storm of things I don't care about. I hate I hate the, the fake pirate voice, the Aharmy Hearties bullshit. I hate the generic metal they do where everything sounds the same. I hate the, the pirate shtick. Like, there are no redeeming qualities on this album. I love the song Chomp Chomp. If you find the giant K-Man, you're gonna have a really bad day-man. There's nothing more to say than, I won't see you in a while. Not even Russell Crowe, with a giant's crossbow. Ain't got a snowball's chance in hell. You love the song Chomp Chomp. <laughs> I love the song Chomp Chomp. <laughs> I have legitimately put Chomp Chomp on on repeat. Like, if I had to make an Ailstorm playlist of the songs of theirs that I like, it is just Chomp Chomp. That is... Well, okay, you found one. But I now found Why can't one. you enjoy the rest of the album that way? Because Well, I can't enjoy the rest of the album because, first off, uh, Tortuga has rapping... And yeah. not good rapping, it's just like, no. it really is one of those, like, they sound like they're trying so hard to do something different, where they, like, did the whole, you know, you put a bunch of ideas on a dartboard through a dart and said, oh, I guess we're rapping this time. Um, I, it, it, I don't know, it feels like a very, uh, 
at this point, Christopher Bow's uh, thing to do. It, it's, I mean, it, it's a goofy way to to kind of throw you off. I you're, I guess. But if by throw you off you mean like it's the most predictable sounding thing possible, then yeah, sure, throw you off. I think it's the most <laughs> generic. I don't think there's anything that that would tip you off to that's what being what the chorus is going to be through the rest of the song. I think predictable no, is a strong it, word. No, but once it starts, it's just like okay, this is like yeah. if the, if 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 they were going to rap. This is exactly what it was going to sound like. Again, right. like I'm sorry. There there is there isn't I cannot really find redeeming qualities to this. And and we're going to go back to your comment. You you made a reference to like them bringing out the hurdy-gurdy and and whatever. Yeah. Did you listen to the deluxe version of this album? Oh yeah. Okay, let the 16th me, century version. No, no, don't, 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 don't. Let me explain to you what my thought process was. Okay. Uh huh. I saw this whole album. It's what 10, 11 songs long. Uh huh. And then there's the entire album doubled in what they call 16th century version. And I'm yeah. looking at this, going, oh, oh, this could be kind of cool because this could go a few different ways. Like maybe they're gonna make them sound like real, like more traditional sounding sea shanties. Maybe they're going to do some songs in the style of like the way the Dubliners or the Clancy brothers did sea shanties. Or maybe they're going to take the phrase 16th century version more literally. And it's going to be like period appropriate instrumentation as they recreated all of these songs. No. What did we get? We got like eight or 16 bit 16 computer bit. style, computer style, uh, like basically MIDI track, instrumentation and super compressed vocals yeah 16 bit 16th century 16 bit how fuming are you right now on the other side of the internet you have no idea how fucking angry that made me that that's what like that makes no sense this is like this is i'm I'm gonna I'm, i'm complaining about puddles again like you have this this thing, this shtick, this image that you're going for, and then you do things that break it. They had this awesome opportunity, and they called it 16th century versions to do something, like, to really, if they were going to dig into the pirate shtick, they could have done it correctly and, like, been, oh, yeah, we're going to try and emulate either authentic pirate songs, which we're, I'm not going to get into the logistics of whether or not that's really a thing in any manner we imagine it. But they could have done what people imagine pirate, like, sea shanties really sounded like. But instead, they did this early 90s computerized sound. Like, what What the hell is this? Um, it's the 16-bit never... version, because Donkey Kong Country is a 16-bit video game. Um, I think, I think you've really missed the point of Elstorm trolling at this point, because that's what they do. Elstorm uh, may have been a very legitimate band back... Well, not very legitimate. Elstor maybe took themselves like 50% seriously back on Captain Morgan's Revenge, their first album. But this is really the evolution of a gimmick at this point. Because they have gone from like a band that, you know, they, they're they not really taking themselves seriously. But it's not entirely a joke either. To on their third album, they're uh, singing about going back in time and fighting Vikings. Um, to at this point... 
one of the the one of the lyrics on the opening track is, "Well, you know we sold out a long time ago. Now we're in it for the money, the hookers, and the blow. So we've come for your city with nothing more to say. Let's drink and party the Elstorm way." So they're breaking into meta humor. Another one on of your favorites. Sh- on a shtick that I already hate. Like, this really... Ailstorm really is the perfect storm of if you want me to hate something, this is it. This is so insultingly stupid to me. I I cannot... Fa- like, again, God, I am happy there are people who like this, but I am baffled that there are people who like this. That's my review. Um, Ailstorm, you have recorded one song I liked, and then you infuriated me by naming your bit-crushed versions of songs the 16th century versions. When I thought for a moment you were going to redeem yourselves. That is my entire review. So you didn't like Wooden Leg Part 2? No! That's a real shame. I why would that was, I? I thought that why, was a fun one. Why? I can relate to it right now. I wish I had a wooden leg. I'm sure you do. How's your broken foot going? Uh, I don't have a wooden leg. Maybe you should. Um, the only one I didn't really like was Shitboat. I thought that one was a little much. How How is that a little much compared to, like, Fucked with an Anchor? Which is not on this I, album, it's in one of their old Oh no, oh no, 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 no. That's a completely different story. I thought uh, No Grave But The Sea was pretty disappointing. What? what? I, I didn't. What, what, what? I didn't really love No Grave But the Sea. Is that the name of the album? Yeah. Oh, uh, God, I didn't, Cur- I didn't, Curse of the I Crystal Coconut for me was like kind of a comeback. Um, but like, I think my favorite is still Sunset on the Golden Age. I'm gonna have to actually like look at what songs are on what albums because I do not know their albums. Like, I don't know them like by track listing. Um, Sunset on the Golden Age has the original Wooden Leg. Uh. Whereas this one has part two, and part I think two, yeah. I think what's fun about that is that they made an eight minute sequel with like a full story about um, a song that was originally like not even three minutes long, um, and didn't really have a story other than his leg was blown off and then his arms were chopped off. Uh, as I said, Pirate Scorn was a Donkey Kong Country cover. Did you enjoy that one? Uh. No, but I also think by that point on this album, through my multiple listens, I was already just like I was just done. Uh, and Henry Martin is a traditional folk song, so that was that's yeah. We're going back to that. Uh, they did that a couple times. Uh, yeah, too bad they don't do it well. Well, you know, that actually is also kind of a weak track. That's fine. So again, Christopher Christopher Bol- Bowles Bowes Bowles Bowles. What did we decide it was? I think it's I think it's Bowles. Christopher, Christopher, Mister Mister Christopher Bowles. I know that you don't care. I'm glad that you don't care that people don't like what you do. I'm glad that there are people who like. Well, that's what not do. true. That's not I'm true. I'm glad you're having fun. You do What's like Glory fun? Hammer. I am amused by Glory Hammer. Also, Glory Hammer was only really good. During their MySpace days before they replaced their singer. Oh, Glory Hammer's hilarious. You got no taste. Glory, you got, you Glory got no Hammer, fun. Glory Hammer is another example of this is really amusing and funny for a couple songs. 
the fact that it is an ongoing thing makes it less funny. You got no sense of like, adventure. The you got no sense of the, fun. The unicorn invasion of Dundee is less funny the, the longer Glory Hammer exists. Mm. That song was hilarious when it was like, what, one of three or four songs that they had up on their MySpace page. The more they became like an actual thing that's going to continue, it became less funny. Well, I'm glad that we finally... Uh strongly disagreed with each other on something. Um, I think I've we been have waiting for a couple times, I've... but this is definitely this is this is this is I am sure the 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 most we're just going to disagree. Oh wow. yeah. The well, most okay. we're going to disagree on something for the most part. I think this is I our strongest disagree yet. since since uh uh LaCroix. Yeah. LaRue. Yeah, yeah. LaRue. Is it bad that I I'm now just like referring to her as LaCroix? That's totally fine. Okay. That's fine. I was clarifying. I was just making the clarification. I, I was well aware what you were getting at. All right, so this time we had an album that was really sad and an album that made me angry. There were a lot of feelings this time. There were a lot of feelings. There were a lot of Everybody's feelings. Have, there's a lot of feelings going on here. This is a very emotional podcast, everybody. Welcome back to the Emotional yeah. Podcast. Uh, my name's Jeff. And... Um, Never mind. I'm not gonna finish that sentence. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one uh seven and a half shit boats. I'm gonna give it one chomp out of however many tracks there are on the deluxe version of the song of the album. What twenty two? Yeah. I'm gonna give it one chomp out of twenty two. Not even not even the full chomp chomp. No, because they ruined it by, you know, not doing a 16th century version of it. Okay. Um, so that's your favorite album so far? Best one so far. Album of the year. Top of 2020. Okay. I'll be talking about this until the end of the year. And 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 now I'm going to give you um, a chance to say the same thing that you said when this album was over. Um, because the podcast is done. Thank God. That's like the, that's like my biggest problem is in life is no matter what I do, I'm still me.